Blog Talk Radio. This is an Awakening Zone presentation. Human Empowerment Radio and Media for the 21st Century and Beyond. Welcome to Pure Presence with multidimensional communicator and visionary speaker, Susie Miller. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to Pure Presence, all about the kids. This show is dedicated to those children who are perceived as disordered, yet are far from it, and to the parents, professionals, and caretakers who support them. From my vantage point, it is clear that we have a population of children who meet with unique challenges in their physical experience, yet who also present with an expansive awareness beyond what is simply physical. These children possess gifts which are unique and frequently misunderstood. The intention of this show is to unravel those misunderstandings, provide an expanded awareness of just who these children are, and the energetic support needed to help balance you and them as you navigate this very new experience. The energetic support will be offered as a guided meditation during the last 15 to 20-minute segment of each episode. Parents and children can listen to this portion together, or you can simply intend that your child receive the benefit of the information you receive here, as well as the energy work. As you will soon learn, your children are more than capable of receiving these gifts without being physically present. However, because the energy work is directed to your children, it is necessary that you provide parental permission for them to receive it. Giving permission is as simple as registering your child at susiemiller.com forward slash register kids. Again, that's susiemiller.com forward slash register kids. Once registered, the energy work for each episode will be directed on behalf of you and your child and your child will remain on that list until you choose to remove them. For those of you who have questions about your children, please join me in the Awakening Zone chat room, where I will be available for about 30 minutes right after the show. You are also more than welcome to listen to the information presented here and not have your child receive the energy work. You know what feels best for you and your child, so please exercise your awareness. Either way, thank you very much for joining this episode of Pure Presence, All About the Kids. So welcome, everybody. um, I'm excited to be here on this first episode of Pure Presence, All About the Kids, and I'm really excited to be here because of what the kids have been saying about 2012. For back in December... Um, I received a message from the children that pretty much said that 2012 was going to be the year where the awareness that was available about them was really going to come to the forefront. And 
when they say something like that, um, I kind of wait and see. But in all um, in all reality, I was absolutely blown away by from January first, two thousand and twelve, right until this episode on the twenty seventh of January. Um, this the awareness about the kids, about who they are, what they're here to do, um, and what they are really gifting us has really been at the forefront of of media, um, of articles, um, mainstream articles. It's really exciting. So we have, just within the last um, couple, maybe a last month even, um, we have, there's a movie out right now called Extremely, Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close. If you haven't seen it yet, wonderful opportunity to see just um, what level of awareness and intuitive wisdom um, this population of children have. And whether you call these, whether you, you know, see these children as diagnosed with autism or ADD or ADHD or you call them, you know, indigo or crystal or any of those other things, you know, we do truly have a population of children here who have never been here before. And it's also exciting because it's showing up in the mainstream right now. So another thing, another um, television program that I'd point you guys to if you haven't seen it already is a a TV program called Touch on the Fox Network. It aired its first premiere Um, on Wednesday, and absolutely amazing because this one goes even a little deeper than incredibly or extremely loud and incredibly close. This TV series is talking about a nonverbal child who has autistic-like characteristics, um, and that child is very telepathic and also very aware of the interconnectedness of everything that we are, and that part, it was so exciting to watch. I know that um, many of the certified practitioners that I work with, we were all kind of watching it in our various time zones simultaneously, and um, it it was fun to just have the discussion about some of the things that we are doing with the kids on a day in, day out basis, and that some of you may be doing with the kids on a day in, day out basis. And yet here it was, you know, right available for mainstream, um, you know, for the mainstream audience. There was also a couple big articles, Newsweek articles and things like that around, um, wow, you know, maybe maybe the diagnosis of autism or some of these other diagnoses are really, you know, maybe a limitation in one way but a gift in another way. And so, again, it's coming to the mainstream there was also a 60 Minutes um, episode that went out, um, and I'm not exactly sure when it went out, but it was about a little uh, young boy named Jake, I think um, about 10 years old or so, and Jake is a math prodigy and also was, you know, on national TV says that, you know, his autism is, you know, he perceives his autism as a gift to him because he's able to do things that other people aren't able to do. And one of the things that he said in that 
um, in the information he was provided, I think it was Maury Safer or one of those guys was off was asking him, you know, how do you access this kind of information? And he says, I access it through the fourth dimension. And so very clear and direct, this is just how I do it. So Pure Presence Kids is really going to be um, about giving you all information about the children um, and giving you information in such a way that it alters your perceptual reality of who these kids really are. It's also really meant to support you and to be an energetic support. And what I mean by that is, you know, you all know it's difficult enough um, to have children who are unique and children who are not doing the way things the way the mainstream population is doing it. And yet you all have kind of fast-tracked yourself um, in a really amazing way. So I'd like to offer, you know, as much support as far as information that I can provide, energy work that I can provide, and also um, awareness directly from the kids. So many of you may know that um, I have a very strong telepathic bent to me. I also spend an awful lot of time um, supporting other people in developing that kind of skill. So there will be times on this show where the information will literally be coming directly from the children. Um, that is especially true as we do the energy work at the, um, um, at the end of every segment. Um, because it's my not only belief but my understanding, awareness, and experience that there is a place where all of us know exactly what we need and how we need it. And when we access that place, then we can experience um, we can experience integrations in a way that we would not necessarily be able to experience them. So that information will come directly from the kids. The other thing that is true is I honestly can't provide you any information other than what I have learned directly from the children. So to me, it's more important that that you all hear that and that that is validated for each one of you because many of you have been hearing the same kinds of information. And it gives you the opportunity to hear it, know it, and and once and for all not say, oh, I thought that was just my imagination or I thought that that was, um, you know, maybe I was just wanting it to be that way. This is really going to give us the opportunity to, to strengthen, um, you know, your own awareness around what your kids are doing, the kids in your classroom, you know, the kids that you see in therapies and things like that. So... Very frequently, I'm going to ask you all to take a nice deep breath, just like I do on Pure Presence Aligning to Self. And when I ask you to take a deep breath, I'm asking you to do it for various reasons. I'm asking you to take a deep breath because every time you do take that nice inhale and exhale, number one, you relax the body. When you relax the body, it's much easier for you to integrate new information that you've heard. Okay, so very frequently you're going to hear me say that. You're also, um, 
there are also going to be times when I will provide like a chunk of information and then I may just ask you to be with that information for a moment. Just feel into it. I may direct you to various places in your body because just like just like these children are attempting to integrate into the physical experience, each one of you is also attempting to integrate the energies that these children are. So let's start um let's start in this place with one of the things that the children told me um a long time ago, like back in ninety nine was that they were attempting to integrate into a world, and what they would say was they would say things like there's the real world and there's your world. And the real world to them was that multidimensional world. It was that access to experience beyond what is just physical. And, of course, our world was what we perceive as as physical. And what was happening for many of these children is that they they seem to get stuck in the process. So you can imagine that if a child is incarnating into a physical body, and it's my understanding that these children are incarnating into a physical a human physical body for the very first time ever. When I look at children diagnosed with autism or even some kids diagnosed with ADD, ADHD, but primarily children diagnosed with autism, I see them as entering this human experience for the very first time. It does not mean that they have not had other types of physical experiences, but they have not had the experience of the physical density of human experience. So let me explain that a little bit more. When we incarnate into physical form, we bring the vibrational frequency that we are to that incarnation. We also um, go through a process of, over time, of integrating those aspects of self or that general vibrational frequency into our form. For children diagnosed with autism, this integration process Um, can take up to five years. It can take up to seven years. So many children that come to this human experience, they pretty much have integrated all all the aspects that they can integrate into the physical experience probably within the first two years of their life. That's why when we look at at babies, they feel so wonderful because they're really connected to a much bigger picture. And the other thing that ends up happening is that as they kind of get to that two-year-old mark, they've integrated a lot of who they are, and they become verbal, and they walk around, and they have an idea of themselves in some ways as at least a beginning idea of themselves as separate from their parents because they've integrated into the physical body. And so there are all kinds of um, outward kind of characteristics to denote that that has happened. 
children diagnosed with autism, because of the frequency that they hold, because of the frequency that they are attempting to integrate, it becomes very difficult for those children to to integrate fully into the body um, until they've had many years of experience here. They, From the moment they get here until um, and throughout their lives, they are attempting this integration process. And there are all kinds of things that stand in the way of that integration process, which we're going to talk about as we move forward um, in the episodes of these shows. But what is really fascinating is that as these children are attempting to be in their physical bodies and to be all that they are, it's simply not a match. Let's start very generally by saying the physical body and the level of density that the physical body holds is simply not a vibrational match to who your children really are at the level of soul or the level of spirit. And so they will take a much longer time to integrate. This is also the reason why we see many of these children maybe not really paying attention to their physical environment at all until maybe they're five or six or maybe they go off to school or maybe they don't verbally communicate until they're seven, eight, nine, sometimes 12 or 13. And what's happening here is the, the outward characteristics of what the child is or is not doing, in my awareness, can be directly related to how integrated or how not integrated they are into the physical body. There are actually levels and degrees of integration, and there are also things that stand in the way of each one of those levels and degrees of integration. So as we work energetically um, during the last segment of this call, we are actually going to work to support the removal of some of those obstacles, or at least the obstacles that we can remove Um, energetically, but there are also some other things that we can do to support this process. You can imagine that if an individual, if, um, if a child that holds an extremely high vibrational frequency and that, that being has literally never had a human incarnation, you can imagine that would, it would be a little bit difficult to figure out just how to work the body, just how to be present enough in the body to support its digestion, to support its its way of processing information. We have a tendency to believe as a very left-brained kind of culture that, you know, our that we are simply physical and mental, you know, that we are of a physical body and we have a mental process and that that makes up who we are. Except the challenge here is that we have another population, which are called your children, who are coming in at a very high vibrational frequency. They are not interested necessarily in the physical experience 
um, or at least not initially, because their focus is very much in what I call those multidimensional experiences or those experiences that are are beyond the body. And it's this amazing ebb and flow. It's this amazing dance that takes place um, as this integration process happens. That amazing dance is not just about your children. That amazing dance has everything to do with you and your child, your child's environment, the family dynamics, the educational dynamics, all of those things play this amazing role in either supporting the integration of this high vibrational being into the body or deterring it. And so as we play in these all of these episodes, you know, one after another, just really coming into awareness of just what those supports are and also how to how to integrate those supports into a very practical day in day out experience. So nice deep breath everybody. Okay. One of the biggest deterrents um in your children being in their physical bodies fully is that they will say they have said frequently to me that they cannot enter the physical body fully and integrate into it fully until the physical body is the frequency of love okay so the physical body actually has a frequency and it has a general frequency and everybody's general frequency is a little bit different but for the majority of humanity the majority of humanity has not yet understood that the frequency of love is is the, um, maybe, I don't want to use the word should, but would be beneficial to have the, it would be beneficial to have the frequency of love be the predominant frequency. And mass consciousness hasn't quite mastered that yet. They haven't mastered that as their frequency. And so you have a population of children who say, you know, I can't come into the physical body until the base frequency is the frequency of love. And you can actually, the frequency of love, that frequency, literally 528 hertz, 639 hertz, depending on how you look at it. But but when we when we see it from that vantage point, we can see that these children would have difficulty coming into the body when we have a general consciousness that is still into war. They're still into fighting. They're still into blaming and bickering. And we're into that on a, on a big scale to a certain degree, and we're, we're into that in our own lives to a certain degree as well. So one of the things that you may notice, first off, when you know interacting with your own children or you know or these children out in your communities is they will almost demand that you come from a place of authenticity they'll almost demand that you um be in your truth and if if you're not they have a tendency to either not give you the time of day or they have a tendency to act things out in a way that um, 
you know, you may perceive as them just being difficult, and yet that's not exactly what they're doing. So we have this population that says the frequency of love is what we need here. And not only is it what we need here, but in some cases they're saying some of us won't show up fully in our physical bodies until it is the frequency. But even that statement tells you something right there. Even that statement says that that the the prime objective, um, maybe at an unconscious level for some of this population, but it, for some a very conscious level, the prime objective for this population is to bring a frequency here that has not been available here ever before. That's why it's their first incarnation here. And so if that's kind of their their prime objective is to maintain their vibrational frequency, and they are going to maintain that vibrational frequency, um, I would... I would go for so far to say as at all cost. They are they are cannot be coerced, they cannot be um congealed, they cannot come into the physical body any faster than we would like them to come in until this frequency of love, this frequency of authenticity, this frequency of interconnectedness, inner alignment is available. And once it is, then all kinds of other things become possibilities and potentials. So let's take a nice deep breath again, everybody. All right. So hold on just a second because we're going to get a little more information here. Um, So what they really... Okay. So what they really want you to know is that this process is cyclical. This process is not overnight. This process is not linear. Okay. So when we want to teach our children to read, we have a very linear way of teaching them that process. But when we want to teach a child or demonstrate to a child um, an effective way of fully being in their physical bodies, we do not teach that in a linear way. We teach that process by being it ourselves. We teach that process of being the love that we are um, by being it. We, As we align to ourselves and connect to ourselves, we are demonstrating to a population who, again, is not very focused necessarily in the physical, we provide them with a a blueprint, if you will, or a way in because we do it. So these children are always looking at energy. They are always interested in your vibrational frequency. They are always putting their attention point um, in that which is unseen. And we have a little bit of a conflict here because so many of us have been trained to put our attention on that which is seen. And when we put our attention on that which is seen, we also put our attention on 
that which is not working. And so we continually add energy in some ways to what's not right, what's not good, what isn't there, what can't happen, what is frustrating or disappointing or um, concerning. And as we do that, we create a vibrational frequency. We create a vibrational frequency that um, resonates within us, that is felt and um, acknowledged by children who are watching energy all the time, feeling energy all the time. And in the very moment that they are attempting to integrate into the physical body, they are also met with this vibrational patterning of worry and concern and not enough and this isn't working and that isn't working. And as they meet that energy, instead of coming into the body, because that's maybe what we all want them to do, they move back out away from the the the, the body, integrating into the body. So what I watch energetically all the time is I watch this ebb and flow of children. I watch their energy move out of the body depending on the um the vibrational frequencies that they find around them. The and vibrational frequencies again are made up of attitudes, thoughts, um awarenesses, um various aspects of self, so there's a lot that goes into that. But if we can think about it generally as, as you know, our thoughts, our feelings, our, our physicality, what's the general vibrational frequency of that? And if the general vibrational frequency of that is not enough, not working, broken, something has to be done, I'm concerned, I'm worried, oh my gosh, what's going to happen to this child in the future, then what you are demonstrating as an energetic being is that vibrational frequency. And you have a child who's looking for the vibrational frequency of love, the resonance of love. And we have all kinds of misconstrued ideas about what love actually is. And we've all been taught that love is worry and love is concern, but that's not what these children are talking about. They're not talking about the emotional energy around what somebody has been told is love. They're talking about the frequency of it. And the frequency of love is very clear, very direct, very curious, very allowing, very much in a place of noticing and not so much in a place of judging. And... I can hear you all saying, yes, but there's so many people out there that do judge your children and they do judge, and that's absolutely true. And we're in some ways going to start right at home because as we start right at home and as we pay attention to what our vibrational frequency is, how we feel about our children, and how we interact with our children, what kind of information are we providing them, not by our words necessarily, not by our actions necessarily, but by our vibration. 
And everybody knows a little bit about their vibration because you know how you feel. And you know that when you think heavy thoughts and when you are in in dismay and concern, that that vibration naturally dips. And when you're kind of more optimistic and you're thinking that things are going well, and or even when you're in a place of, of just being flat out curious, like this is, isn't that the weirdest behavior I ever saw? And I wonder what that one's about. And I wonder what he's going to do with that. That kind of curiosity also has a tendency of elevating your vibrational frequency. What you'll notice is the moment that that happens, all of a sudden your children become curious about you as well. They want to know why you're curious. They want to know about you. And all of a sudden there's a moment where they show up. They drop into the physical body because that that energy is available to them. They they see a way in and they also feel comfortable in the curiosity and and so here they are and all of a sudden they show up. And that's the moment where you get that eye contact or you get that touch or you get that hug or you get that awareness, just that inner awareness within you that oh, they're here. And Every one of you has had that experience to one extent or another. You've had that moment with, which says, oh, they're here. And what, oh, they're here really means is there was a moment of resonance. There was a moment of connection between the vibration that you are or the therapist or the teacher or whomever is and that child. And let me tell you that you all know this, but I'm going to reinforce that that connection in that moment really does feel like a gift. And each one of you who have had that moment understands what I'm talking about because it's in the moment that that resonance takes place that you have that touch, you have that connection, you have that eye contact, whatever it is in that single moment It is like a moment has frozen in time, and in some ways it really has. Everything slows down in that moment because you're you're resonating in a particular frequency. You, You met each other. There is a moment of meeting, and in that moment of meeting, the gap may still be fairly um, vast, and yet it was it was narrow enough that you could both see each other in that same space. And each one of you will feel that in your physical body. You feel it. It literally resonates in the body. And if you'll also notice when those moments happen, your vibrational frequency will feel um, lighter to you. You will feel that connection and you will notice it in the physical body as a connection that literally elevates your frequency. And it's pretty exciting in those moments. So nice deep breath, everybody. So we're going to move into a little bit of, um, of energetic balancing. And the reason I say that this energetic balancing is for you as well as for the children as 
you can just you just heard me talk about the fact that your vibrational frequency um really is teaching your children something about being integrated into the physical body and when your vibrational frequency is um able to um be a little bit lighter, it's very natural that these kids kind of go, ooh, it's, the physical experience isn't such a bad experience. You know, it's new and it's different, and maybe it's a little bit scary, but you know what? It it looks pretty good on her. It looks pretty good on him, so I think I'm going to try it on. And there begins to be this um, this attempt, um, this awareness. And again, when it's you know, when there's so much frenetic energy and when there's so much concern and worry, then that is also seen and it's like, okay, I think I'll stay back here a little bit. I think I'll stay up and out of my body a little bit until I figure this out just a little bit more, okay? So when we talk about balancing energy, we're talking about balancing this energy both for your children as they attempt to make their way into the physical body and for each one of you because you all have been taught a particular um, vantage point about your children. And even if you're not vested in kind of the Western model or the medical model or the educational model um, and what people in those environments may tell you about your children – you still have that within the collective consciousness. It's still very easy to get pulled back into that energy. And so as we create this alignment for you as well as for your child, you're kind of creating a nice little energetic resonance between the two of you so that you can really begin to learn from each other because this is not a scenario of simply seeing children as... um, you know, coming here for the first time, holding a high vibrational frequency, and isn't that, you know, what we all want and that kind of thing. We, Each one of you are playing a very significant role in each other's lives and in really all of our lives because the child is holding this high vibrational frequency and attempting to integrate it and teaching you about the experience that is beyond the body and you, as someone who is aware of your physical incarnation, aware of what works in the physical world and what doesn't work, are there as a guide and a guardian of this high vibrational frequency that is your child and teaching them about those kinds of things. So this is a very beautiful dance. And so as we integrate we actually integrate so that your frequency can increase a little bit and um, or go through the ascension process, and your children can go through the descension process, go through the integration of that high vibrational energy into the physical body. So let's go ahead and do that with these just last um, probably about 20 minutes here that we have. So let's see. So if you will just find yourself in a place that's just comfortable to you, again, it's fine for your children to be with you if you would like them to be with you, but it is absolutely not necessary. Your children are, um, again, watching energy, but not necessarily through those physical eyes. 
they'll they will be very well aware of the changes that take place within you and you'll be very well of those changes as well um, because they will reflect those changes back to you in the ways that they can. Sometimes those those ways are subtle, and sometimes those ways are pretty darn profound. So giving yourself the opportunity to just be curious about what might be after the fact and to simply notice what you notice. And if you don't notice anything, that's absolutely fine as well. Okay, so let's just, if you'll just find yourself comfortable and let's see where we want to go first. Let's go into the heart first. So if we go into your physical heart, and let's just imagine for a moment that your children are watching this process, which they are. Um, So if we go right into the physical heart, what I'm going to do is I'm going to create a tone, a sound that's going to go right into the physical heart, and that tone has the intention of opening the heart to a little higher frequency, okay? When this happens, sometimes it feels nice and warm and fuzzy. Sometimes it brings up a little bit of emotion. But any way you experience it, just simply allow it to be. So if we go right into the heart, and you might even want to put your hand on your heart just to have a physical impression of where we are here. And let's just go ahead and open this up a little bit. A nice deep breath. So your children are um, show up very easily in this process. I watch them energetically. They give me some information about what to do with you all. They also give me some information about what to do with them to support this process. So what they're indicating right now is if you could put your attention on their heart, but their heart um, in the bigger picture, their heart in that frequency, that higher frequency, And even as I give that direction, you can almost feel the expansion starting to take place. Um, Sometimes it even can make you a little bit dizzy to access that kind of information, that kind of frequency. So just notice it for a second. And just as if we could create a little bit of a link or a line between your heart frequency and your child's heart frequency. We're going to create that line with this tone, just like if you could draw one line to to each. And in doing so, what we're really doing is we're creating information. We're creating a pathway so that your child can provide you some information about the frequency of the heart and you can provide them with some information about how you're receiving that energy or how you are resisting that energy. And because that 
takes place actually all the time anyway. This is simply a a metaphor for and and bringing into consciousness what is taking place. But I want to have a little talk with you about right after we do this piece. So if you again will go from heart to heart between you and your child. And if you're on these calls because you're a teacher or a therapist, you can also do this with your kids in your classroom or your um, you know, the children that you see um, in your therapeutic settings. So connection, just see it. There we go. just intending that the energy, the frequency of the heart for your children just simply make its way to your own heart. Just noticing what that feels like. Again, we're not talking about emotional heart-to-heart connection. We're talking about the feeling sensation, the the vibrational frequency of it. And just notice, does this vibrational frequency kind of give you a little bit of a lift? Or does it cause a little bit of a sinking kind of sensation? So should be providing a lift. Okay, and if it happens to not provide a lift, just for now, just disconnect. Okay, there we go. So one of the other things that we're going to start with today, just as a very basic tool, is a tool of grounding. And again, another thing that is difficult for the kids is that you know, we want them to be in their physical bodies. We want them to be present and accounted for with us. They want, we want them to be interested maybe a little bit more in their physical environment, which some will want to do and some won't. But one of the deterrents for them doing that is, again, if they look at an energetic pattern, most of the time when we're, um, when we're in worry and concern and fear, we too are up and out of our bodies. When we're in anxiety um, and confusion and frustration, we're up and out of our bodies. And some of you might be saying, yeah, but that's, that's day in, day out life, and I understand that. But it's also a choice point. And as we choose to be more grounded in the body, we also have a tendency to be able to choose to respond to a situation versus that versus react to it. So let's go ahead and create a little bit of a grounding um, cord here. And if you will just simply, in this case, take the grounding cord and place it at the base of the heart. Okay, so your your 
intending to ground, literally ground this frequency of love, this higher vibrational frequency. And that grounding cord runs right down through the solar plexus. It runs right down into the stomach area, into the sacral, right down into the root, and out the root, right down into the earth. There's actually a a particular place within the earth called your earth star. That's a great place to ground into. And almost feel as if that earth star kind of gives that cord a little bit of a yank. It's almost like you can feel it in your body. Kind of says, I'm here. I'm accounted for. I'm present. Brilliant. So what naturally happens when we ground like this, and especially when we ground the frequency of love, you might be noticing that there are some physical sensations coming up. There might be some thoughts coming up. There might be some um, lightness, you know, in the upper, in the head, in the heart, in that area. And there also might feel as if there's some heaviness in the lower um, part of the body. So just notice what you notice. It could be any of that or all of that, and it really doesn't matter. What we're practicing here is simply noticing, simply being curious, witnessing, and feeling. Okay, no right or wrong. So as we go right in to the solar plexus or just that soft spot at the right underneath the rib cage, the opening in the rib cage, right above the belly button. Actually probably more like three or four inches above the belly button. We're just going to spin the solar plexus. And we're going to spin the solar plexus so that it lets go of some of the energies that may be there that don't really, um, uh, I'll use the term, that aren't in coherence, aren't in vibrational resonance with that heart frequency that you just opened up so beautifully. So if we go into the sacral area, I mean, sorry, the solar plexus area, and let's move that energy. Here we go. Here we go. A nice deep breath. And if you'll just now move right down into the sacral area, just a couple inches below the belly button, sacral area has a tendency to hold all kinds of stuff, all kinds of concepts and ideas about what's right and what's wrong and and how things should be versus how they actually are, other people's concepts of who you are or who you're not. All of that really gets kind of muddled in the sacral area. 
And so let's just clear that out, or at least do an initial clearing based on this new frequency of love that you're attempting to ground. So here we go. works for all children who are what I consider energetically sensitive or energetically aware. They notice. They notice the new energetic patterns of grounded. They notice the feeling of love in your energy. They become very curious. So as we go right down into the root, let's go ahead and open the root chakra now. and just give that little grounding cord a little bit of a yank again. Just feel it. When you yank it this time, you might almost get the image that the heart chakra almost kind of collapses down into the solar plexus or the sacral and maybe sometimes even all the way down into the root. But you're just giving it a little bit of a tug to see where that heart frequency kind of lands. Okay. And so from this place, very easy to go once again to get that image of your child kind of connected heart to heart just for the purpose of watching what was going on. And give yourself permission to draw that child metaphorically and energetically, literally, closer to you. Shorten the distance between that heart the heart-to-heart connection. And just be there with it. You're beginning to get acclimated to a higher frequency. You're beginning to get acclimated to this frequency of love as it is demonstrated energetically within your very own child. You're also unconsciously beginning to learn how to hold that frequency. And as we move forward in these episodes, we'll talk more and more about various things that can be done to support that, but also... um, As a preliminary um, connection, this connection, this feeling state is a great place to go back to over and over during the next month and just noticing what you notice here. Every single time you kind of make this connection, feel that connection, intend that connection, and then move down through those lower chakras kind of paying attention to the heart, 
and then maybe paying attention or even spinning the the solar plexus and the sacral and the root and grounding again, feeling that energy in the body and just notice what it feels like to you. You are learning from your children energetically and they are learning from you by watching how you are um, working with these energetic patterns. Okay? Makes it very easy for them to begin to show up. Okay, so nice deep breath. And if you would just go ahead and breathe your eyes open if you had them closed. Okay, and just feeling what it feels like with your eyes open as well. Okay, brilliant, brilliant. So each time we'll do something like this energetically, each time it will build upon the time before, so it will become more complex, um, more uh Various aspects will be integrated, and it'll go very much step by step. Your kids know exactly what they're doing from this vantage point. We'll listen to their guidance. We'll also listen to their guidance about topics that maybe we should talk about um, before we do this type of energy work just to expand our awareness or expand our consciousness around who they really are. But it'll all come directly from them. So... Thank you, everybody, for sharing this time with me. I hope this episode was helpful in bringing a greater sense of calm and purpose to your lives as guardians of these amazing children. You, like your children, are playing a significant role in human evolution, and your conscious participation in this role, body, mind, and spirit, makes life not only much richer for you and your families, but for all of us. You have not chosen an easy role but you have chosen one that holds amazing potential and possibilities. When humanity understands who your children really are and what they are here to offer, we will be blessed, not only with seeing them, but with the deeper truth of who we are as well. If you would like additional information about the children and support in your connection to them, please visit my website at suzymiller.com. That's S-U-Z-Y-M-I-L-L-E-R. There you will find articles, videos, books, and details for the Awesomeism certification process. To register your child for the energy work offered here, please simply go to suzymiller.com forward slash register kids. Registration is only required once to receive the benefit of this ongoing work. The effects of this work are definitely cumulative, so please join me again on February 24th for another episode of Pure Presence, All About the Kids. You may also want to join me for Pure Presence, Aligning to Self, next Friday on February 3rd. Coming up next on the Awakening Zone is the Romanian Awakenings from Romania on Saturday at 11 a.m. with Sylvia Marin. Also, the Sunday Healing Service with Kahoo Fred Sterling at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time and the D-Spot 
with our dream doctor, Kelly Sullivan Walden, on Monday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. Let me also remind you that the Awakening Zone is a great place to advertise your work, your product, your workshops, or whatever you would like to promote. The Awakening Zone reaches the perfect demographics for your personal growth and development, metaphysical, spiritual, and self-empowerment products. We have some interesting new promotional packages to offer, so contact Joe Rumbolo at joe at awakeningzone.com or put your, to put yourself in the zone. That's joe at awakeningzone.com. Thank you, everybody, for enjoying this first episode of Pure Presence, all about the kids. I look forward to seeing you again next month. This will always be held on the last Friday of every month, so or the fourth Friday of every month. So enjoy the energy work, practice, notice what you notice, and keep going back to that intending, that intention of that frequency of love. Blessings. Have a wonderful week. been listening to an Awakening Zone presentation. Human Empowerment Radio and Media for the 21st Century and Beyond. Century and Beyond. Century and Beyond. Century and Beyond.